number three. Yes, yes. <laughs> so this has been a journey. I'm kind of going to go off topic a little bit today. Um, I was going to go in a part series, but uh, something has just been on my heart, you know? You know? So, you got to drop that seed and watch it grow. You can't expect the harvest until you drop the seed. But let me back up and speak about seed. Because, see, when we're talking about seed, we're talking about watering. But what we forget about is the dirt. You see, all your life, you've been allowing people to throw dirt on you. Hating, talking behind your back, acting like you think that you're better than everybody else when you just trying to live your life and stay out the way you don't quite fit in. But you didn't really wake up and realize that the dirt that was being thrown on your seed was actually helping you grow. It was actually helping you to find out what you have inside of you. You see, what's done right now, who we are right now, is not who we will be in the future. Just allow yourself to give your future self an opportunity by doing the hard work and things down. But I just wanted to back up for a second and talk about Thoughts are very powerful. You see, because when I was in my drug addictions, uh, about 17, almost 18 years now, I can remember sitting in the drug house. I'm just going to be frank with you. We call it the dope house. That's what it was. Call it what it is. It was the dope house. Sitting in there and getting high, doing my little drugs or whatever, and I look around the room and I'm like, what? What am I, bro? Like, come on, man. I said, self, what has got you like this? You didn't come from this. You wasn't raised like this. You wasn't raised like that. Why are you hanging out with all these? And I had to stop for a second. All these druggies and all these bad people and all this and another. God was like, you in the same boat. You in the same boat. Ain't no boat different. What you think your paddles is different from theirs? You in the same boat. How you gonna judge them and you doing the same thing? I said, ooh, wee. I have got to do some change, and Where did it start? Where did it start? It started with my thoughts, my mentors, my mentals. Yeah. I had to get them together. See, sometimes you gotta trick yourself, trick your mind. Say, I would always tell myself, okay, I can go over here, but I'm not going to go down that same block that I know the drugs is on. I'm going to go two streets over. Well, it's still drugs two streets over. I'm still in the same hood. So what I started to do was, I said, I'm going to walk 16 blocks over, and I'm going to put in me some job applications, and I'm going to keep this little $20 I got in my pocket and see how much I can make this $20 grow. And then I did that one day. And then the next day I said, I'm going to see if I can just go this day without contacting anybody wanting to get high. And if I come across somebody that wants to get high, 
and they're giving me free stuff to get high with, I'm just going to take a good look at that situation right then and there. And no matter what it is or how hard it may be for me, I'm going to walk away from that one time, just one time. I'm going to walk away from it just one time. I walked away from it that one time. And that's what got the ball rolling. That's what helped me. When I walked away from it, that's what started to get the light on upstairs. There was a light that was going off and I knew that there was something for me that I could do in this lifetime that would be different. I'm not going to say I didn't have my ups and downs because the ups and downs, you know, come with the territory. You know, you want to... It, it, you want to fight against your own... Damn, 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 damn. You, you want to fight against yourself. And it makes you want to say, damn, 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 you. And then I stopped right there because I had to give myself some kind of credit because I did come away from being in prison. I did come away from being on the run. I did come away from hanging out in areas I had no business hanging out with bad people I ain't had no business hanging out with. Um, I did come away from the self-destruction type of behavior of wanting to hurt other people and take them down with me. I came away from all that, but when I looked up, it was just me. I wanted to make amends for the people that I know I hurt it, you know, through my addictions. But I made amends to everybody, I apologized to everybody, but I didn't I didn't make amends and apologize to myself. That's what I didn't do. I didn't apologize to myself. I didn't do the self-care at the time that I should have done. So to make a long story short, after I got out of prison, I would be over at mom's house because I had nowhere to go. Mom's let me stay there for a little while. A little while, I mean like two weeks. <laughs> and for real month tops and I had to be out of there but I started thinking what what can I do with my life you know I did get my GED whatever so at that time uh, I decided to move from Indiana to Kansas City and when I went to Kansas City I went to aviation college graduated worked on airplanes for eight and a half almost nine years you know, you're talking to a 17-time convicted felon, you know, that turned his life around. It was not easy. It was not a cakewalk. It damn near killed me, took me out. It's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. and the residue of drug addiction I started to put things together into perspective 
I started to use auto suggestion. Now, I don't know if you know what auto suggestion is. You deliberately, subconsciously, think about a thought long enough to where you automatically start suggesting it in your subconscious, even while you're doing other stuff. So I would tell myself a little stuff like, I'm him. I'm better than I was in the past. I can get over this. I don't have the urge to do the drugs no more. I don't have the urge. I don't have the urge to hang out with the people that I used to hang out with anymore. I don't have the urge. Everything's gone. It was not gone. It was there. Like, I was still tempted to get high, you know? And the one thing that the devil would tempt me with, ultimately, was the women. Some beautiful, gorgeous, thick woman walk in. Hey, what you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to work. Oh, well, you know, I just started getting high, and I wanted to get high with you. You ain't got to do nothing. I, I pay for it all. Ooh. No, 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 time to get up out of here, start backing it up, time to get up out of here, and then that's when I started to realize that it was my thoughts that started to bring me places, and I said, what if I could just hang my hat on this one thing, even though I know I don't have it? But if I just use my imagination and I see myself in the future in my 40s healed, I see myself healed, healthy, happy, humble and hungry. I'm going to say it again. I see myself healed, happy, healthy, hungry and humble. And at that time, I was in my mid-20s, early 20s, 23, 24. And this is before I got the life sentence. This is before I got that uh, pink piece of paper with the 16, uh, with the 17 count indictment. This is where I got that. Before, way before. I didn't even know that was coming. But see, that's what happens when you don't listen and God has to come and bail you back out again. But he actually saved my life. Going to prison, getting locked up over... Uh, I'd probably say 80, 90 times in my life total, totality. But that's here, no there. I'm not the same person I used to be. Um, but it was my thoughts. I thought about that. And when I got off the drugs into like year, I would say like year two, going into year three, that was rough. Because it seemed like I would keep going to. Uh, AA, NA meetings, and um, I would still see the same people, but it would be like a new batch of faces, and I started to see people fall off, fall by the wayside, go back out in the streets, some died, some didn't make it back, a lot of them didn't make it back, I, I just was tired, my body was tired, my mind was tired, I was tired of always feeling paranoid, feeling like the police coming after me. I'm riding around with all these drugs on me. If I got stopped with my record, it'd probably be another life sentence with all the stuff that I had on me. Uh, so, yeah. Then I, once I got into aviation college, after the fact, I knew that I was on to something. I said, wait a minute, hold up. I thought about this when I was in prison. And people laughed at me. I'm talking about they holding their stomach. 
They're like, what you gonna do when you get released? I'm like, the CEOs asked me, yeah, Truett, what you what you gonna do when you get released? I said, well, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go to school and I'm gonna try, I'm gonna be a lawyer one day. I'm gonna own real estate properties. I'm actually gonna get clean. I'm not gonna do drugs no more. Not gonna get high. six, turning seven, turning eight, turning nine, so forth and so on, up 17. So, what I'm trying to tell you this morning is you are not just a human being having a spiritual experience. It's the other way around. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, you are a spiritual being having a human experience. You're connected back to something else, but you're here living in this body in 3D, but your spirit is connected to something else. See what I'm saying? So what will you do with this morning's message? Please take something from it. Even if it's a crumb or a morsel. Even if it's a crumb or a morsel. Until you sow the seed. I am your host, Sylvester Truett, aka Sylvester. <laughs>